welcome to the Ken Robinson Music Podcast Project. Um, welcome back. If you haven't, uh, you know, I took a little, I took a little break there. Um, actually, I was busy um, for the past two years um, working on this episode. Um, it, it's a, it's a finally honed um, to the letter. Literally, I mean, I, I've gone through a seventy-five to between seventy-five and a hundred uh, edits. I lost track, um, and uh, you know, re-editing. Um, I, I do all of this on, um, I first, I do this on a wax cylinder and I will, uh, you know, and then I'll, I'll do it on record cause I want to hear the, you know, the warmth of the, the, of the vinyl and I'll see how that sounds. And then I'll finally decide to go to the ultimate, um, MP3 format, which we all know is the, uh, the, 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 uh, gold standard for sound. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know. I figured I'd start out by just, uh, goofing around as what we call little, uh, um, little uh hardy horrors make them ups if you will um anyway um seriously uh thank you so much for for listening and um it has been a couple of years uh since uh, i i did uh, seven episodes and then i uh i just kind of uh uh got real busy and stopped doing them but i um decided um uh, well you know maybe it's a good time to get back on this um um i have a lot of uh found time in some ways with uh, what's going on right now with uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. And um, uh, it's, uh, it's unprecedented and unreal what's going on right now. But I, I have decided that um, I do want to bring the show back and I, I've been wanting to do it. I just uh, have been busy. And uh, um, I, uh, if, if you don't know what this show is about, um, what, what I'm, what I try to do here is to bring um, um, again, Ken Robinson music, podcast project if you if you have questions I, I should just real quick say this um i always forget uh you can um go ahead and uh email me if you want at uh, ken robinson music podcast.com i'm sorry ugh, ken robinson music podcast at gmail.com um you could also uh find me on twitter at tritone 29 um also ken robinson music on facebook and um uh, yeah, at, at trisub2929 uh, on Instagram. Um, but anyway, I, um, yeah, I, I um, this, this whole idea of this came about because I wanted to think of a way to talk about, you know, a bunch of different things musical, musically and, and um, in terms of uh, being a professional musician and, um, or, or, it, <clears throat> Again, it doesn't have to just be a professional musician. It could be uh, in any capacity. But um, my experiences as a professional musician, um, I'm going to be... Uh, actually, I, I have some interviews already lined up. I'm very excited. I know I had said that last time, but this act time is actually going to totally happen. I'm very excited about that. And um, But I also try to bring in a, a different aspect, a uh, mental health aspect to um, this whole thing and i a lot of times try to relate it to musicians and mental health and how you know how we deal with um performance anxiety and uh perfectionism and things like this but i'm a human being before any of that um i was actually tested recently um for um uh the human gene it turns out that i am a human um so i can go ahead and say uh, i can qualify that and and certify that uh, this guy I did say at the doctor's office that I, I officially am human. And uh, so I can sit, go ahead and say that uh, as a human being, I, that's what I do first. 
whatever that means. And then I um, am a musician, a very close second, I would say. Um, it's, uh, something, it's what I do. Um, but uh, gigs right now are looking a little uh, sparse as far as uh, uh, things go, uh, given what we're dealing with right now as a society. And so um, what I really wanted to do was to start back up with just kind of a short episode, episode eight here, and talk about, um, you know, um, I, the, the, the mental health, <clears throat> the mental health, pardon me, uh, I could probably edit that out, but I won't, um, the mental health uh, issues that we're facing and something where I feel like um, I can bring somewhat of a unique um, view, I think, into this from something that's things that I've deal with, dealt with in my past. And um, so next week, I'll, I'll just tell you already, uh, the next week I want to talk, in episode nine, I want to talk about music specifically and where I think it might be headed, um, why I think we may have some opportunities that we can seize um, in, uh, in, the, in the music uh, world as far as performances go, as far as things go like that, it's going to be, it's rough going right now. It's going to be rough going for a little while, um, for everyone, of course, but, uh, I'm going to, you know, touch on some things musically speaking, uh, next week. So that's, I'll talk more about that. But this week I wanted to talk more about the idea of, um, what we're dealing with, with the shelter in place rules and being at home for such a long period of time. And all of the different stressors that come with that, um, and one of what I feel kind of brings my unique perspective to this is that I was uh, agoraphobic um, for a uh, a little while in my in my twenties, and um, I'm 43 now. Uh, I have a, a full head of hair. <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. I, I I just can't. I can't. I can't say that. Um, I don't. I don't have a full head of hair. I just don't, and I'm okay with that. Um, I, maybe I should talk about that at length, um, that I am okay about that. I, I like to make a joke, but uh, anyway, I know I, I, um, I'm 43 years old. And, um, when I was in my early twenties to mid twenties, I'd say I had a period of time where I was dealing with, um, if you, if you don't know, if you haven't listened to the first seven episodes, um, I'd love it if you did, but if you don't, if this is your first time listening, um, let me just briefly let you know that. So, um, I've dealt with uh, uh, this agoraphobia, which came as a result of uh, extreme stress, extreme um, intense um, traumas and different things that, that I've gone through. And uh, I could go through in more detail at some point um, in the hopes of maybe helping somebody uh, out there. Um, that's why I'm doing this. I want to I want to I really just want to see if I can be um, some source of comfort, maybe some source of help to somebody out there, even if just one person, uh, then I feel like I've done something um, constructive. And um, anyway, um, agoraphobia, just a, a really quick little thing about what I dealt with and what agoraphobia is. Um, agoraphobia is essentially um, having panic disorder or panic attacks and you have so many of them, or you have, it could even just be one, to be honest, um, that um, you deal with. And maybe, and what, what I had essentially was I would get these panic, these anxieties, intense anxiety and panic attacks in 
uh, large public spaces like uh, stadiums and concert halls, uh, at both as a performer but also as a, an audience member or, or somebody in the crowd um, at a sporting event, whatever it might be. And the fear, uh, the, the, if, if you've ever, ever experienced a panic attack, I, I, I'm so sorry um, to hear that. Um, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Um, but it, they are uh, truly uh, terrifying, and um, but they are uh, very much survivable. Uh, they they will not hurt you, um, and um, um, there are ways to learn how to uh, cope and deal with them. And that's that's what I've done, and and uh, I live a a wonderful life now um, in uh, Brooklyn, New York, um, doing uh, the things I want to be doing, and and anything that I want to do, I do, and and. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I should say that's not quite true. Uh, anything that I'd like to do within financial reason, uh, blah blah blah, whatever I do, the things that I've wanted to accomplish, um, I'm I'm still working towards things. But um, I am living a, a really wonderful life. And um, what ends up happening with agoraphobia, to get back to that, is that you have these panic attacks. I, I had panic attack after panic attack in different locations, and eventually you come to a point where you just are so scared from the panic attacks that you um, don't want to go out anymore. And, and, and I just stopped going places. It would it started happening in large places. It would happen in the supermarket. Then it would happen uh, in a small convenience store or um, uh, walking down the street um, uh, near my house or whatever. And, and then it would happen in class. It would happen as a college student. So I ended up actually being um, housebound for... Um, at, at, it's not like for matter of years, although some people are, um, with the condition. Um, but I had a period of about, I'd say six weeks. Um, and then I had on and off, you know, good times and bad times, um, um, for a period of years where there'd be certain days I'd feel okay to go out certain days I wouldn't. And I would restrict my areas that I would go, um, based on how I was feeling that day. And some days I didn't feel like leaving the house at all, but I did have a six or seven week span where I just, I really would not leave the house. And I maybe would go out on my front porch. I was living at home with my mother and my sister at the time. And um, I uh, I would maybe go on my front porch and, and maybe I'd walk on the front lawn a little bit, but then I'd want to go back inside. And just for fear of having a panic attack, for fear of being embarrassed, for fear of, you know, any of those, those, those uh, uncomfortable feelings. And um, so if you're, the parallel here is, is uh, as far as what we're dealing with right now, we are actually now being um, we are staying home now by uh, you know government order, um, and we're doing this to save lives. We're doing this for it's it's uh, um, to slow the spread of the coronavirus. Um, we're doing all these things um, for ultimately. I mean, as as horrible as things are right now, and and the the lives we've lost and the the things that have been exposed, um, uh, the flaws in our in our system uh, of government, um, I won't. I'm not going to touch on that uh, today. Like I want to keep this specific to uh, to uh, the, the stress right now in terms of being stuck at home. But um, you know, essentially, I was thinking about this the other day that that uh, it's not unlike um, had reminiscent a little bit to me of of that agoraphobic time for me. And I was thinking about ways that I was dealing and I thought, well, maybe if I could just get some ideas out there to some people here, 
um, as to some ways that you can help to cope and deal with some of these things. Um, I, I, uh, again, I, I hope this helps a little bit, but, um, I can't pretend to, you know, I can't sit here and pretend to know your, uh, specific struggles. I, I, um, I can say that, you know, I, I really like what people said that, you know, that people were saying we're in the same boat and I, that's not true. We're, I like that. I read this. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you have seen this. We're, we're not, we're in the same storm. We're not all in the same boat. We're in the same storm. Um, and, uh, because people have it from any range, um, you, you, people are losing homes, people are losing, uh, their income. Um, there are people who have, uh, beautiful homes who are staying in, uh, these grand estates, uh, who in, in that way, maybe it's like not unlike staying in a small block. Um, and, uh, that in and of itself is showing some of the inequality that we're dealing with in the country. But, um, but for the, uh, quite a uh, quite a lot of us um, we're dealing with um, uh, uh, just an unbelievable um, tragedy and and this is you know this is a trauma that we're all going through it's a trauma I've, I've been reading articles and 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 hearing you know things being talked about as uh, this is grieving we're, we're all grieving right now um, we're grieving the loss of uh, the society uh, or the or the I guess the the quote-unquote norms of society that we uh, once had the things that we that I know that for me uh, you know take for granted um so I think one of the really important things to think about right now is that there is you know a lot of times we we, we sit down and we think we, we we're we are almost always uh, as human beings again I told you I have my test I did take my test um I am a certified human um, I, I recommend when this clears up um, that you all maybe go and you know, talk to your doctor, talk to someone, a uh, trusted medical professional, see, you know, get a test to see if you too qualify as human. Um, I'm pretty sure that most, most people will. Um, I think it's just basic a human test. You just ask them about that and uh, they will test uh, your blood and, um, um, <laughs> I have no idea where I'm going with this. Anyway, um, no, but seriously, us as all of us being human beings, we all experience so many things. Uh, um, we feel pain in in such the similar ways that, that our shared experiences um, are what what really bring us together. Um, and um, again, it, it, this is this is this is just a, a thing that we're we are we have lost. These things that we have, uh, you know, we're grieving the loss of these things as we would a loved one if we lose them. Um, and and so with this being a trauma and with us being human beings, I think there is a tendency for so many of us to beat ourselves up and think that maybe we're not handling it, you know, quote unquote, handling it correctly. Uh, we're not doing a good enough job at handling it. Um, we are, you know, um, I don't know how, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure we've all said this, uh, internally, whether we realize it or not, subconsciously, consciously, we've said, um, I, uh, I'm not, I, I should have handled that better. I shouldn't be so upset about this. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't blah, 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 whatever. All of that, um, is stuff that I remember feeling a tremendous amount of when I was, um, 
uh, you know, homebound. Uh, I'll just say homebound, referring to my um, agoraphobia in, in my 20s. And so um, the key to so much of this and the key to so much of what I've talked about in the in past episodes, and 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 I believe this truly more than anything is is loving ourselves. And it sounds, um, it may sound corny. It may sound um, I, I don't really care if it does because it's true. But we have to love ourselves. We have to genuinely, truly love ourselves, and that means um, being okay with how we handle situations like this or any situation for that matter. And there really is not a, you know, someone might say, well, I, I don't know, you know, if we're beating ourselves up inside, we say, I don't think I'm handling this correctly. I'm not doing a good job. I'm not doing this, um, you know, like I'm, 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 I'm supposed to feel this way. Why aren't I crying? I know people are crying or I'm crying too much. Or there's so many of these things. I'm sure that, that, that you're all, feeling, I, I'm all, I'm feeling it. We're all feeling it. And the key to this and the key to healing through this and the key to getting through um, so much of this is to realize that whatever you're feeling is totally okay. There is not a wrong way to feel. Um, and that's easier said than done, but there is no wrong way to feel. And what I realized by being um, homebound, uh, you know, almost 20 years ago now, um, was I was beating myself up on a daily basis. You know, why, why am I having this problem? I shouldn't be having this problem. What's wrong with me? Um, all these negative thoughts upon negative thoughts. And what I had to start doing was start to just literally try to observe my own thoughts. And maybe it would be for a minute, 30 seconds to a minute, and just, just check in on my own thoughts and say, you know, is that, is that helpful? You know, is, is that something that's really truly going to, uh, to, to get me, uh, to a better place in, in my life. And we tend to towards negative negativity. It's a survival mechanism for us as, as human beings uh, to tend towards negativity, to protect ourselves, to protect our ego, to protect our, um, uh, our lives, you know, literally. And, um, we tend to look for, you know, what's, what's, what's wrong? What's the problem? Um, but the thing is, and the catch with all this again is, is that we, we, we need to do just the opposite with ourselves. Um, it's being accepting of the way that you handle it. Um, and making and being okay with making the mistakes. Um, when I say mistakes, if you lash out at somebody, a loved one, um, by, um, you know, maybe you, you, you raise your voice or you, you something, um, I, violence, I, no, I, that is, that's just not, that's, that's a whole nother thing. I, I, I really don't want to discuss that part. That's, that's not even something that I, um, I'm not a trained, uh, social worker or a trained therapist or anything. You have to talk to my wife about that, but, um, about, about those types of issues and domestic violence and things like that, which again, we're seeing a rise in that because of this as well. And, and, and it's just, it's truly awful. It's truly horrible. And, uh, the amount of pain that people are going through. Um, but I'm talking about the actual way we treat ourselves and others, um, in our house. If you're alone, I, I encourage you to reach out to your friends as much as possible. Um, 
family. Um, if you if you really if you're listening to this and you feel like you have no one that you can reach out to, and I, I genuinely sincerely mean this, you can email me um, at Ken Robinson Music Podcast at gmail.com. Again, it's Ken Robinson Music at I'm sorry, Ken Robinson Music Podcast at gmail.com. Um, I, I I will try if if you I, I will try as hard as I can to answer any and all emails if, if that's something that, that you want to do and I, I just to, just to reach out just to know that you're not alone. Um, and again, if we can get back to this idea, um, one of the things, the two two things that that got me through uh, primarily, um, and we'll get I all will get us through this, is to be thinking that we need to think more about how we can love ourselves more and be more compassionate with our feelings and realize that it's okay to be feeling however we're feeling, angry. We're going to go, you're going to run through, you might run through um, all, every single feeling you could possibly imagine. You might run through it 15 times a day or more uh, in life in general, but especially in, in something like this right now. And, and that's, and we have to just be saying that is okay. Um, um, I find myself sometimes I'm, I'm judging other people. I see somebody not wearing a mask. So I, I'm judging somebody and I get really angry. Um, I get really... Um, you know, annoyed with that person, but then I'm thinking to myself, yeah, well, I, I, they're doing the, I don't know, they're scared. I'm trying to figure out what to do with that. And then, and then I realized, you know, I just got to kind of go back and say, it's okay to, it's okay to be judgmental as well. It's okay to judge. It's human. It's what we do. And, uh, um, it goes back to the idea uh, saying that if you had the person that you love the most in the world, um, besides yourself, <laughs> but the person you love the most in this, you know, in this world, there is no excuse ever. And it's, you have to almost make it, you have to make it unacceptable to treat yourself any differently than you would treat that person. So if that person comes to you and says, you know, I, I, I did this, I did that. I didn't handle this correctly. I didn't do this correctly. I you're, you, you, you wouldn't really say, I, I would hope <laughs> you wouldn't really say, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You, you, you screwed it up. You really, uh, you're, you know, really, uh, you, you, you know, you really, uh, you're just screwing it up everywhere. You're messing the whole thing up. You have no idea what you're doing. And, uh, obviously you've never, uh, uh, weathered a pandemic before. So, um, you know, get, get in line, you know, um, get, you know, get it together. Um, we would, I, I can't imagine saying that to somebody else, to, especially to, 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 you know, to, uh, you know, to Sarah, my, my wife, I, I, I never, never say something. Yet we're okay saying that to ourselves internally. Uh, a lot of, so many, most of us are okay with that. And we need to um, work with that. We need to be able to say, no, um, actually, it's totally okay. I, you know, and again, we're, there, there is not a wrong or right way to feel about this. And what will happen is, and it may be slow, and it may not seem like it's going to happen sometimes, but it, it will you, you things will open up things will tend to open up a little bit there'll be a little bit of give uh in time in the in the more stressful times it might seem just a little less stressful possibly um and i'm not saying this is a cure-all this is just something i'm, I'm looking to uh, put out there to to help um in some way and the other thing um is to remember that um we we can all assist each other. Um, one of the things that helped me 
to get out of also was was something it was called exposure therapy and I would gradually start to think about going to different places and then I would do that I would go to that place and some people I think there are, we're going to see some people that may be very scared to initially come back out of their houses um, we're going to see stuff like that and I think we just need to be patient and give and be gentle with those people and um, give them time and uh, help them out maybe offer to um uh, you maybe offer to, to take someone. Um, uh, I live in, I live in the city. If, if someone were afraid to get back on the subway, I might, maybe, maybe you could offer to, uh, help them, uh, like, Hey, I'll walk with you to the subway. Let's get on, you know, I'll walk, I'll take, I'll go to your, um, I'll go with you to your, uh, destination. And just to, just to help that person kind of get acclimated because, um, it can feel a little weird getting back out there. And I, I remember that feeling. And again, not everyone's going to feel this way, but, um, the other thing that I want to uh, point to that helped me so much was just the idea of treasuring the times when I felt okay. And I don't mean necessarily even good, but just okay. Um, there were days I remember when I was homebound, I would just be crying. I'd be upset about my life and, and not knowing where things were going. But then I would feel okay. And I would start to really savor those moments. And even if it was five seconds or 30 seconds or a minute. And I started to really notice um, that, that that would stack up. And I eventually got very much into meditation and um, um, mindfulness practices, you know, meditation, mindfulness. Um, and I also, you know, would, I, start, I started realizing all the different things I, I've seen. I see all these people, you know, it's really cool um, seeing people doing puzzles and playing games and all these things. These are the constructive things. Um, these are um, the things that we can do to keep our minds um, working in a positive manner, uh, working constructively, uh, proactively. And um, I think I, you know, again, this is this is an awful. I, I do not like to use that word awful or terrible, but this is truly awful and terrible. What's happening right now? But um, we ultimately will get through this and. Um, if you can just every, every now and then pull out something a little positive, or maybe at the end of your day, if you're laying in bed, um, maybe you just fall right to sleep because you're so tired because you just, you know, or maybe you can't sleep. I know a lot of people are having trouble sleeping. Um, but maybe just for a, 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 a tenth of a second or a second, you can think about something, maybe, um, where you, a, a time in that day where you felt okay, or it may be even good. Uh, and whatever that might mean for you. But that's really the key. And to remember that all of those feelings actually do stack up into something positive. And we need to focus as much as we can on the positive. And that is so easy to say. Um, but to put it in practice is um, is another thing. And um, again, a, a day, a week could look like six days of just nonstop grief and crying and being upset and stressed out. And maybe on on a one day out of seven, let's say you you have a, a few seconds where you go, you might you might notice a a, a view of the sky or or um, uh, something something outside the window or or maybe just the way something you're eating tastes or something like that that, that feels okay, and really really try to savor that and 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 hang on to that that memory there, and and build on that. 
Um, and again, I, <laughs> I am not a psychologist. I am not a psychiatrist. I am not professionally trained, but I did get through um, that uh, in my life. And I, I never, I actually was at times where I thought I was never going to, uh, to get through it. And I literally thought it was hope was all hope was lost. And, um, but, but I ultimately, uh, through so many different books and, 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 uh, therapists and, and help I, I, uh, I came out on the other side and, and I really believe I, I truly believe in the um, as, as much as there are so many things crazy right now in this world I truly believe in the positivity uh, and I'm uh, an eternal optimist uh, with with a heavy dose of realist but um, but I but but again um, if this can help anyone um, I am then um, I did I did my job for this thing but anyway um so, so that's that's really pretty much it. And next week I'll talk much more. I, I want to talk about where the music, uh, where music is headed. Where where <laughs> I want to talk about where music is headed. Uh, it's headed down uh, I ninety five, uh, southbound. Actually, it's it better not be because it better be on the central run somewhere, right? Um, but no, I, um, you know what what what's going on? What's going to happen in the music uh, world? What what are what are we going to be doing as musicians? Uh, what are music lovers going to have to uh, to look to? Uh, audience members, uh, how does that look? And um, and for episode ten, I can't. I actually have already booked a guest. I'm not going to say who it is, uh, but I will say he is going to be on. And I'm super excited to have him as the first guest ever. Episode ten. Uh, it only took nine episodes for me to, um, you know, really work up the courage to actually uh, ask. Um, um, friends of mine to uh to come on the show anyway um please again if you you can find me on facebook at ken robinson music um you can email me ken robinson music podcast at gmail.com um i am again more than happy to uh to uh listen to you to to try to help out where i can um and uh Again, we're going to get through this, and um, you're not alone, and you need to love yourself. You need to try as hard as you can to love yourself as, as much as possible, and um, let's uh, let's make this happen. And I will see you or talk to you. I probably won't see you, uh, but I'll talk to you next week uh, for Episode 9. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And by the way, I forgot to mention... At the beginning of the episode, that was me playing the flute on both uh, tracks. I was just put—I just put it together, kind of a last-minute thing um, that I decided to put together. Um, I was trying—I was fooling around with that acapella app. Um, it's been around for a while, but I just—I um, just started messing with it. Like, <clears throat> I just started messing with it like two weeks ago, and. I think it can be a really powerful tool for making music, you know, some projects. And there are, of course, very professional ways of doing it. That, um, But if you want to just kind of have a fun way to mess around with it, there's a, another app I think called Smule on, um, uh, for Android. But for iPhone or iPad, you can use acapella. And you can record a bunch of voices, um, you know, um, if you feel so, if you feel so inclined. So what I, the thing at the beginning, it was just a little duet. I just happened to pick up and I, uh, I, I thought I, it's not mixed or anything like that. I just, I just played it on that acapella thing. And I thought what better time, uh, than now to, um, 
you know, put that put that up there because I think we're um, that's that's how I play duets now, <laughs> at least for the foreseeable future. And um, um, also, acapella owes me uh, four to five million dollars in ad revenue. I'm not. I'm by the way, I'm not uh, sponsored by acapella. Uh, it sure seems like I am. Uh, I promise you, I'm not. But if they did want to throw that four to five million dollars my way, I would not turn it down. I'd say I'd even settle for ten percent. I'd settle. To be honest with you, I'd settle for about a hundred dollars right now. That would be fine. A hundred dollars would be okay with me. I'm. I'm going to go as low. I'll say ten dollars. Ten dollars is as low as I'll go. So if acapella, if the mixed chord company that makes acapella is listening to this, I will settle for ten dollars. Um, five dollars. Okay. Five. One dollar. One dollar is 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 will be fine. Any amount. Uh, One dollar is fine. Um, but uh, and you can uh, contact me at the email, and I'll send you my Venmo, and you can Venmo that dollar to me, and uh, I'm happy happy to do it for you. Um, acapella by mixed chord. <laughs> anyway, seriously, um, I hope you enjoyed the the episode back here. Um, listen to me ramble, and uh, I hope um, hope to hear from some people. And until next time, love and warmth to all of you and uh, hang in there. All right. Thanks.